How do I manage my emotions to benefit my performer? I don't know about the last part of that, but when you say the manage my emotions, I immediately think of the game. The game? The game. Michigan, Ohio the game. State. I mean, we are recording this on the day of the game. Yeah, it's probably Before, going on right now. <laughs> it may be going on right now. That's why we have DVRs. Yes. But the game, I did a little history research on this because I, this is coming and ready. This is an emotional roller coaster, yeah. washing machine, tumble dryer day for a lot of people. Big, big day. This started in 1897. Okay. And apparently there was a fight between the two states over the city of Toledo that dates back to 1837. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Holy <And> Toledo. <laughs> anyway, bottom line is they don't like each other. No, they don't. They don't like each other. I'm glad I was not at the November 24th, 1900 game. Why not? That ended in a 0-0 tie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was the second game. Also glad I wasn't alive for the 1910 game, October 22nd. That one was played in Columbus, and that... What was wrong I, with that one? I'm at a loss for adjectives here. That ended in a 3-3 tie. Oof. That's terrible. Dang. Anyway, the way it stands now, Michigan has won 60, Ohio State 51, six ties. I remember growing up in the 70s when sports first started to be televised mm -hmm. and you'd have a game of the week. Well, the Ohio State-Michigan game was televised every year and you had Bo Schembechler, the coach yeah. of Michigan, who was a former assistant of Woody Hayes, the Ohio State, State coach. coach. And for that decade, starting in 1969, they they called it the, the wars or the, no, the 10-year war, I think it was. And it was as big as, well, it was the biggest game. It was bigger right. than Nebraska-Oklahoma, which is not a big game anymore. Poor Nebraska. But the... <laughs> R.I.P. Nebraska. <laughs> poor. They're not going to a bowl again this year. But oh. this is intense. Yeah. Who, who is stressed out oh. on leading up to, I would say, the whole week, maybe even weeks before. Well, you have entire fan bases stressed out for different reasons. I mean, bragging rights within families, but as you go up the food chain, you got administrators stressed out. I mean, this is millions of dollars on the line. Births in, you know, like these giant playoff games, which represent hundreds of millions of dollars for universities and the players are stressed. The coaches are stressed. Like, there's stress. The trainers are stressed. Everyone everyone involved is stressed. The field crew is stressed. The, you know, the, the yeah. people, you know, getting the field prepared. Yep. ADs are stressed out of their minds. Announcers, especially the home announcers, like yep. the radio guys for the specific teams. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's, there's so much stress. Stress all the way around. So when I think of stress, I'm always thinking of how do I, how do I reduce stress? Or if you look in, if we go grab one of your 400 books <laughs> off of the shelf, we could, we could turn to a chapter that's most likely going to be titled Stress Reduction. Stress Reduction. Or actually the thing that I think it's going to, that you would see more is stress management. Yes. Like when we say reduce, 
reduction, it almost it I just don't makes think you think you can eliminate it. I don't think it's ter ter terrible, but yeah, it it's, almost it's, makes no, you it's can't not eliminate terrible. it. It's not terrible to, to try to reduce it, but the implication that we could eliminate stress often causes more stress. Because now, now we get to the point where it's like, well, why won't the stress go away? I've done all these things and it, I'm still stressed. And I don't love management either. No. It's, it, I think it's better than reduction, it, but I don't it love is. it. But I, I, what I is think a better we've got way, our own. What is a better way to look at this? We were having a conversation one time, and I, I love the idea of transforming stress. Because stress is an emotion. And emotions are, it's like energy. You can't create it or destroy it. You're always going to have emotions. You can't create them or destroy them. But you can transform them. Just like we can transform energy from one form to another. I think a transforming is a great way to approach stress. I love transforming. I know how much, I know how you feel about I'm, transform. It's my license plate. Oh, it's, it's your license plate and it's the <laughs> middle of our, our company. Create, transform, become. Sandwiched around those two other great words. Yeah, but transform is such a powerful concept, especially when it comes to dealing with the emotions. A great example of this is how in sports psychology they will they will teach people how to deal with the, the energy you get for a game, that nervous energy that pops up. And physiologically, in, in our bodies, for those of you who don't know physiologically, but in our bodies, the feelings of nervous and excitement are exactly the same. There's elevation of heart rate, our breathing rate increases, Sweating. Our, sweaty armpits, things like that. Some people get cold fingers, some people go to the bathroom. Like our bodies respond to nervous energy and excited energy in the same way. So the difference then becomes how do we talk to ourselves about what we're feeling? So we, get, we have that pop up, the feelings in our body are going to pop up, but how we explain them in our own minds matters so much when it comes to how do we deal with that, like the pregame jitters, the nervous energy we feel before a game. I'm, I'm getting nervous just thinking about this. <laughs> don't, don't be nervous, but that's what everybody in a, in a Michigan uniform is. That's what uh, everyone in Ohio State, they're all feeling that energy. But who deals with it better is going to go a long way towards who wins the game. How do you manage that energy? Do you let it get the best of you or do you get the best of it? As parents, I think this is where we can actually help our performers the most in helping them, like we ask the question, how do you manage the, that emotion? As parents, this is where we have the biggest opportunity to jump in and help our athletes and our performers is modeling how to manage the stress. Now we said manage, but if we can model ways of transforming that stress from something that drives us crazy and makes us all nervous and jittery and everything to something that is exciting, Nervous excitement. You've talked about to me before about how your dad used to help you with this. This is a, yeah, this is a really good example of moving things to the positive side of mm -hmm. the spectrum. Because when we do get nervous, sweaty, jittery, our minds tend to go to the negative yep. possibilities, to the the really bad what ifs. Visualizing the negative outcomes. And seeing these, my dad was absolutely phenomenal at being on the excited end. My, in fact, my mother would say probably too much on the, <laughs> <laughs> too much on the excited end. But as far as modeling for me, he was so excited for my games mm -hmm. 
He was so excited. And I rem this, this is from when I was, my earliest memory of anything that was kind of a competitive sports was in, in the town I grew up was called Biddy Basketball. Biddy Basketball? B-I-D-D-Y, <laughs> Biddy Basketball. The little guys playing and ball. I just remember driving to the game. I just, I remember nothing but positivity and excitement that- No uh, lectures? No, no, well- any, <laughs> No, remember you gotta do this? Any no, any lecture was just uh, focused on, you know, you can do this, have fun. Cool. You know, effort, it was always focused on attitude and effort, which is really the controllables. Right. And this continued through, this continued through high school, this uh, in rivalry games. Um, it, I still remember a turkey trot one year. <laughs> I remember being at the kitchen table and he gave me a spoonful of honey. Uh-huh. Energy, energy burst, I guess, yeah. and old-fashioned. <laughs> straight sugar. Straight sugar and a big spoon, and it was just like a pat on the back, and he was so excited to, like, we we're going to drive over to this junior college where we lived, and they had a, the course, and we were going to run this turkey trot, and it was always uh, not, so, not like you got to win, but he inspired me to want to win, mm -hmm. and I, I had that competitive spirit. It was the same at a at a, a conference championship in in football when I was playing in college. A big game against our rival, and it, and it was for the conference championship. And it was just when I looked at him, he didn't look nervous. Huh? He didn't look worried. He didn't look concerned. It was just pure excitement. What do you think his what, what was his why? Like, what, why did he want to see you play? Well, that's pretty simple. He, he grew up in a situation where he was not afforded. He, he grew up in the Depression. Yeah. He was not afforded all of the opportunities that he ended up giving me. And I think he was, I think he did a really good job of providing those for me without trying to live through me. Yeah. Although there was probably some of that, too which I think can be positive. I also right. think it can be very detrimental too. But he, it was always on the excited spectrum. Um, and so I, I think he actually did better than I did. I think that's I- That's really cool. So he transformed any of that energy, like e even those feelings of maybe trying to live through you, he transformed that into just genuine excitement for you. Yes, absolutely. And I think like that is, that's the gold standard for how as parents we model the stress transformation process is just taking those feelings that we have and trying to put them into excited energy. Um, I, I wanna hear about your experience because well, your son plays a sport, yep. played a sport, well he played multiple sports, but I think the one you're gonna talk about the, is a pressure packed yeah, it was, it was, well, the most nervous I've ever been in, in sports. Like I've, I've been head coach, I've been, I've coached at all sorts of different levels, been in championship games. And the most nervous I ever remember being was watching my son play in the state junior amateur uh, match play tournament. And he was in the quarterfinals and he was in a really, really close match. And as it was coming down to the 14th, 15th, 16th hole, it was super tight. And I was so nervous. Like I was feeling so much 
of that stress. And, and again, for me, it was so hard because in golf, you can't talk to them. You just kind of have to sit off to the side. So I'm sitting there and I'm being like super aware. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I projecting all this negative energy towards my son, this nervous energy? So I was just trying to like, just chill, <laughs> just be out of the way. But That's got to be hard. This is why I like, this is why I like Ryder Cup mm-hmm. match play. Yeah. Where the crowds cheer and mm-hmm. where there's that one tournament, I can't remember in Arizona. The Waste Management Open. Waste where the, Management yeah. Open. Where like they, they've got the this 17th three. hole where it's like arena golf and you have thousands like of fans that, cheering them on. shooting a free throw. They get a hole in one and like beer bottles crowd. are just raining down. Yeah. I Incredible think, experience. I think all golf should be like that. It, it would be kind of fun, but uh, yeah, it was like, that was super stressful and I, I hope I did okay. I probably should have my son on here to give his side of the story. But as a parent, that's, that's what we get to go through. Like it's almost harder to watch these events, watch your kids play than it is to coach or be involved in them. No question. I've been way more nervous watching you know, one, of my, one of my other sons uh, pitching in baseball and just so nervous watching him play. But his, his response is drawn from me. If I'm nervous, he's probably going to be nervous. If I'm excited, he's more likely to be excited. If I'm stressed, he's going to be stressed. That reminds me of uh, our interview with Karen Somerville. Yeah, that was, that was a great one about this. For those of you that haven't listened to that episode, it's, it's a great one to check out. But her, her sons were baseball players yep. and very good baseball players. And they she would cheer for them and yell their names. And that was her, her way of providing support and dealing with her nervousness and jitters. And they came to her and said, mom, don't do that. Because <laughs> their perspective was they were feeling the nerves. They were feeling through her voice, her, through her voice, they were picking up on how nervous she was. So she shifted and yep. she was still able to transfer, transform her emotions. But she would cheer for the other players, use them by name, yep. <laughs> and focus on cheering for the team. And all of a sudden, they, they heard something different. Yeah. It was, and what a, what a great model of transforming stress and nervous energy into something that's beneficial. And she got to that point with just great conversations with her kids, being open to them, hearing their perspective. And there's, there's so much power in that perspective. And I think we'll, we'll probably spend some more time with that soon. So what's a, what's a question that a parent could ask themselves in this, in this process of trying to transform your nervousness into excitement so that they can model properly for their team? That's a great question. And I, I really think it just goes to, it's such a core question and probably gets thrown around a lot, but what do you really want for your kid out of their experiences? And yeah, we want them to win the championship, but is that really what we want? We want them to do the best that they can, and that's great, but what do we really want from them out of these performance experiences? They're in the play, they've got the lead. What do we really want for them? I, I think of Michael Jordan had a commercial where he talked about, you know, I've missed 9,000 shots in my career, 26 times. I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. And that's why he's successful. That's what he said. That's why I succeed. And having that proper perspective as a parent and really understanding what do we really want him to get out of this? Do I really want him to win the championship or do I want him to have a great experience that's going to benefit them no matter what happens? 
And again, as a parent, I set the tone for that. If they happen to lose a big game, I can transform that emotion and the stress they feel from a big loss into what can I learn from this? Into celebrating the good things that went into that. Man, if you're in a championship game and you lose, all is not lost. I know. I was I, I know. <laughs> back to back. Without, without getting too personal, but you've had close experience with that. And it's that you have to step back. And losing sometimes forces us to step back and ask what we really want. But if you can do that on the front end, that's what it's going to allow you to transform your, your energy and the stress into something that might be beneficial for the kids. I think once you are willing to surrender the outcome, yeah. And focus more on, I want my teen performer, I want my teen athlete to be confident and to be excited. I always, I, I love to say this, but I just think this is true. Go back to when you first started playing basketball. I go back to playing bitty basketball. Mm -hmm. I was not driving over to that. Uh, we played at a, <laughs> we played in a, and I think it was a Methodist church. That's kind of They cool. had hoops and the floor was tile. Oh man. It was a it was a cafeteria slash all purpose room slash basketball uh -huh. court and it was tile Hoosiers. floor. <laughs> yeah. But when I drove to those games with my well I didn't drive. When I rode to those games with my dad, it was pure fun and excitement. Attitude I get I get to go play. If we can get our actors, dancers, pitchers, quarterbacks to be excited and to be confident but also, I'm going to surrender the outcome while still doing everything I can effort-wise to win. I think they have a much better experience. Yep. And that's what I hope it's all about, is creating that better experience for them. Because that's what our, our performance and our, our athletes, that's what it's all about. Having a great experience, building those life moments and the memories. And yeah, absolutely. So, Nate, this is, this is the first of a trilogy of a what we're calling the Transforming Stress Series. Yeah. And you have a question. Actually, I think you already asked the question. I think I did ask the question, but just a great so way how to wrap is this, this up. It's just- How just, is this going to lead into, well, give, give us a little preview of the- So here's the preview. One. To recap the question, it's what do we really want as parents? What do we really want for our, our athletes and performers out of what they're doing? Because the next step to transforming stress and helping your kids transform stress is the ability to now see their perspective. What do they really want out of this? And if we can do it for ourselves, if we can be in control and command of our perspective, that's gonna help us model and help see things from their perspective, which then helps them to see things in a better perspective as well. Excellent. We, so. will, we will see you in the next episode and please follow us at Create, Transform, Become on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, see you there. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's create, transform, become, all one word, dot com. There you will find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. 
Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.